today we begin reading our way through Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Um, this was actually one of Paul's earliest letters that he wrote, written around A.D. 51. Uh, Paul, Silas, and Timothy had gone to Thessalonica on his second missionary journey around the same time. And Thessalonica um, <laughs> was most definitely an eventful stop along the way. Uh, you can read about that in Acts chapter 17. As some opponents there, Paul says in Acts 17, set the city in an uproar <laughs> and claimed that Paul and his companions had, quote, turned the world upside down with their preaching. Uh, even when they left to go to the next town of Berea, some folks in, in Thessalonica followed them there and were again, according to Acts 17, 13, agitating and stirring up the crowds against him. So to put it mildly, Thessalonica was not an easy place to live for a committed Christian. That being said, it's not surprising that the tone of Paul's first letter to them is very encouraging and comforting. Some of the main themes of this letter will be encouraging them in their own walks with Christ, comforting them, comforting them about their loved ones in Christ who have passed away and reminding them that, that, uh, that Christ promised to return. Uh, this, this first chapter we come to is really short. It's only 10 verses. Um, so let's take a look at, 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 at one thing we can take from this uh, short chapter. And that is, it has to do with evidence of salvation and God's work in your life. Paul opens this letter to the Thessalonian church with encouraging words to them about their own salvation and walk with Christ. Just in case they were wavering in the face of hardship and persecution over their decision to follow Christ, Paul wants to reassure them that they weren't doing this thing alone. God was with them and working in them. And Paul begins in verse 4 saying, quote, For we know, brothers, loved by God, that he has chosen you. Paul first wants them to know that it was not a foolish thing for them to decide to follow Christ and be his disciple. They need to know that God has set his love on them and has chosen them out of his free grace to save them and bless them and use them for his good, for their good and his glory. But they might say, how does Paul know that God has chosen me? How, how, you know, how does Paul know that? Well, Paul anticipated that question. And so in verse 5, he begins to lay out the various reasons why he could say such a thing. There was clear evidence in their lives of the fact that God had chosen them and that, and that uh, they were genuinely and truly ch children of God, even in the midst of a hard place and a hard time. What were those evidences? Look at what Paul says. First of all, Paul said he knew that God had set his love on them and chose them uh, he says in verse 5, because our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. What does he mean by this? Well, he's saying that one main reason he knows God had set his love on them and chose them uh, was because he sent preachers to them who passionately uh, preached and taught them the truth of the gospel. Those preachers preached in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. God had not left them ignorant of the truth. That's one reason, but he goes on. A second reason is that when they heard the gospel uh, that was preached to them in power and in the Holy Spirit with full conviction, when they heard that gospel, verse 6 says, they received the word in much affliction. Does that mean they simply heard the message uh, in, in the context of affliction all around them? No, it means that they heard it and accepted it and believed it even in the midst of much affliction. How do we know that? Because 
he says that when they received the message, he says in verse 6, when they received the message, they did so with much joy of the Holy Spirit and even, quote-unquote, became imitators of Paul's lifestyle and of the teachings of the Lord Jesus. He further acknowledged that they had, in verse 9, turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. There was obvious identifiable change in their lives and demeanor. But there's a third reason given, and that is the testimony of other Christians. Paul says that the Thessalonians Christ, Thessalonian Christians had even become, uh, according to verse 7, quote, an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. He says in verse 8, Your faith in God has gone forth everywhere so that we need not say anything. End quote. In fact, it, 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 it was other Christians in neighboring places who were testifying about the Thessalonians that they had, verse 9, turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. So Paul was confident in saying that God had set his love on them and chose them and had chosen them because the gospel had come to them and was mightily preached and they had received the gospel with genuine and demonstrable faith and other believers were able to see the change in them and give testimony to the veracity of it. The same things are true still today. It was no accident, but rather a gift of God's gracious choice that you were born in a place where you heard God's word and the preaching of the gospel. You had no choice in that. That is completely owing to God's grace gracious choice for you furthermore you can take an honest assessment of your life and say that not only have you heard the message but you have received that message and you can see the fruit in your life that it is good evidence uh, that not only have you chosen to follow Christ but that you are now also his chosen and beloved child it's even more confirmation when other people can see evidence and fruit in your life that's comforting too when we 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 find ourselves in a perhaps in a uh, a depressed and dark time and and our feelings are deceiving us and we can't see evidence in our own life it's it's encouraging to have the testimony of other people that they see evidence in our lives that's the same thing that was happening in the thessalonian church paul wants to begin this letter to these embattled and beleaguered christians in thessalonica by reminding them that their salvation their calling is real no matter how much affliction and hardship they face they can hang on to the real and certain assurance that they are children of God and that he will never lead them nor forsake them. And we can take comfort in that truth as well. And those are just a few thoughts from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1.